Welcome to the Dumb Idea Podcast Show with Mike and Alex. We thank you for joining us as we have a couple of beers and a cigar and talk about what's going on in our lives. Grab an adult beverage and a smoke and settle in with us. Please like, subscribe, and comment on each show so we can hear whether you agree or disagree with our take on things. Listen wherever your favorite podcasts are and at www.dumbideapodcast.com. Last week, we heard, uh, or maybe it was like the week before that, but I think it was last week we heard that uh, New York City was going to start imposing that people show proof of vaccination to go to Broadway shows or indoor dining or other indoor events. And the the term that's being thrown around for this by the other side is vaccine or COVID passport, which I'm not a big fan of the, the terminology, but essentially saying, is is this the start of people having to show vaccination status before they're allowed to do certain things? And are we going to create the vaccinated and the non-vaccinated type of culture where we have second-class citizens, if you want to go that route? Or is this something that won't stand up to a lawsuit? Um, so we kind of wanted to go into that today just because this is going to be a really hot-button issue, especially going forward. Um, we'd love to hear what people got to say about this, too, before we even get started. It's like, um, do you think this is going to infringe on people's rights or not? Do you think they should be asking for vaccination passports or proof of vaccination? Uh, just great conversation to have. Um, but in my opinion, they, they definitely... They definitely should not have to show proof of vaccination to go places. I'm vaccinated. I know mm-hmm. you're vaccinated. Yep. We are both pro-vaccination here, uh, yeah, at least in adults. I don't know how I feel about kids yet, but for, for adults, I, I'm fine with getting the vaccination. But I also understand hesitancy to get it. Yeah. Right. I, I get I get the, the hesitancy part. Um, and I think we, what we need to do is to avoid the... the uh, the partisan political, you know, take on all of this. And, you know, if you're, if you find yourself on the side that, you know, that thinks that all these COVID measures are, are appropriate and vaccine status passports or whatever we're going to call them are appropriate. But I think you also have to, you have to accept that there are going to be people. Let's be, let's call it what it is. This vaccine vaccine especially the mRNA ones, it's new technology. It didn't go through the same process that everything else that all other vaccines go through. Someone said, this is safe. Okay, that's, that's great. But there's been no long-term studies to say what are the long-term considerations. So you have to give people a pass. You know, don't say stand there and, and shout that they're anti-science or anti-this or selfish because they want to kill grandma or whatever the the ridiculous talking points come, you know, from from that side of the issue. Give people a let people be hesitant hesitant about it, and also understand that it is their you know it's something that they're injecting into their body. Right. If they don't want to inject it into their body, then and there's some some reasons why they they might be hesitant. 
I got it. I, I did a, a risk re, uh, evaluation. I decided that it wasn't that big of a deal. My wife got one. Of course, the kids are too little. They didn't get one. Um, so I give them a pass. Taking that into consideration, though, to require someone to provide proof, even though I'm vaccinated, I don't really feel like telling the hostess at the restaurant that I got my vaccine to sit down. I just I just won't go to your business. Right. And I'm the same way. I, I would just I'm just not going to go. Yeah. Right. Even though I can, because mm-hmm. according to certain people, I've done what I'm supposed to do. I got my vaccine. I got my got my papers. Yeah. And I should I'm allowed to go where I want. Yeah. But that's not the point. Yep. For me it's where else does this go? Mm-hmm. It, it starts off with an app on your phone that says your COVID vaccination status. Okay. And and, and the idea behind it is that it will stop the spread of the virus. Okay. COVID isn't the only transmittable virus right. or transmittable disease. Correct. So let, let's say I'm in New York City and I want to go to a club. Should I have my STD status right. on there? Well, yeah. Because think about it, you're going to a club. Most people are going to the club, dance and, and get drunk and hook up. Yeah. Well, hooking up, you can pass any type of sexually transmitted disease. Yeah. Do I need to now show proof that I don't have any of those sexually transmitted diseases to make sure that everyone else in the club is safe? Yeah. Or how about the flu? What did I get my flu vaccine? Mm -hmm. And everyone says, "Well, you're that's not apples to apples." No, no, I know, I I understand that. Right now, COVID is the more transmittable disease. I get that, but there's never been a point in time when a government agency has mandated something and then said, "You know what?" It's just temporary, and in six months, we're not going to request this anymore. Yeah, but when is it ever temporary? Never. Yeah. Look at the Patriot Act. Yeah. Patriot Act was supposed to be temporary. Yeah. And we still, we're still using it. Yep. To in this fact, day. the war <laughs> that just ended, that, that uh, you know, was the inspiration of the Patriot Act. So it's outlasted the war, and look, which is 20 years long. And look, don't think we're, we're coming down on one side or the other, because that lasted through Republican and Democrat presidents. Yeah. Um, it just so happened that it ended with a Democrat president. Yeah. Guess what? It it, it was going to end sometime. Someone was going to get credit for that, or or get slammed, or flamed, one right. way or the other. Either way, someone was going to get the the good or bad under that stick. So I'm not here to to say Republicans good, Democrats bad, Democrats bad, Republicans good. I'm not here to say that. What I'm saying is is that. This could go down a slippery slope that none of us want to go down. And I, I can hear everyone in my ear saying, oh, it'll never happen. They're never going to do that. You don't think they will. Yeah. But no one gets power and gives it up willingly. No. Just doesn't happen. No. Unless there's some saint-like figure. Yeah. It just doesn't happen that way. And, you know, I know on that on that Democrat side of the aisle... You've got the pro-choice ladies. And this, as the saying goes, my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you're kind of going away from that with this. Now you're saying uh, your body, my choice. Correct. And my choice is that you get vaccinated or you can't go into civilized society. Yeah. Let me let that sink in for one minute. 
Yeah, that, and again, I understand that ladies are going to be mad at me for saying that. Because, again, not apples to apples. I'm just saying this is where it could go. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just a slope I don't feel like we should be going down. Yeah, and it's 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 a dangerous, because like, like you said before, once the government takes power over something, it does not give it back up. No. Patriot Act is the the big one um, that, that I see. And there, there are other smaller ones that have come out that that people just deal with and ignore. But, you know, there, there's – and it's not just New York that's doing this. Uh, Mark Elrich, who's the Montgomery County executive, which is, you know, for local people, know what that is. For not, it's uh, just outside of D.C., big county in Maryland. He came out in favor of – you know, a vaccine passport. And there was a Q, it was a QR code on a phone. Mm-hmm. And once you start getting into, you know, but then when does it, okay, when, when do they decide that the, the virus is, these efforts aren't doing enough to contain it. So, okay, before it was, you had to use it to get into bars and restaurants. <clears throat> well, now it's, okay, you have to have it to go to school. If you can get the vaccine, you have to show your vaccine passport. Now, private employers are already doing it. Well, um, and they're they're going to say kids already have to show vaccination records. Yeah, but there are exceptions that kids don't have to be vaccinated to go to public school. Yeah, it's not a requirement. Right, but you do have to show the right. vaccination. And record. also, those vaccines went through rigorous right trials. They're proven safe and effective. Right. Um, I'm all full of those vaccines. So are my children. Mm-hmm. So, like, no one here is anti-vax. I just want not to, at all. Um. And I, I think one of the problems is that those who are in favor of this type of power grab are just labeling those who aren't as anti-vax. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not anti-vax at all. I'm anti-government overreach. Um, Me too. Th- that's where I fall on it. Like, well, because and and here's the th- and here's what I would say to the, the people that that are in support of this. So it's great when they do a power grab like censorship. It's great when they're censoring the people you don't like. Or when the power grab is in support of something that you do like. But at some point, the people who you don't like are going to be back in power and are going to be doing things that you don't like. Um, that's why the founding fathers set up the government the way they did, right. was to prevent that tyranny of the majority. So, um, Well, a good example of this is when Harry Reid was the Senate Majority Leader. By the way, Harry Reid was a Democrat out of Nevada, longtime Senate member. And he removed the filibuster for court appointees, Mm -hmm. thinking that Hillary Clinton was going to be the next president. Well, lo and behold, Trump wins. Yeah. And Trump named three justices to the Mm -hmm. Supreme Court. And all they needed was the 50 number. Yeah, 51. or 51. Well, no, it was 50 because your vice president is the the, the tiebreaker, right? And... They end up with supposedly three conservative judges, and mm-hmm. they're probably more conservative. Or, and I say supposedly because so far they haven't really, they haven't made decisions really in that conservative way. But when they were first approved, there was an uproar, there was a hysteria that they were so conservative. Um, but at the time, the President Trump didn't have to nominate a central person Mm -hmm. because he didn't need one Democrat vote. Right. Because Harry Reid and the prior presidency got Mm -hmm. rid of the filibuster for court nominees. Yeah. 
And so and Mitch McConnell cautioned him. He did. He told him not to do <laughs> yeah. it. But he ended up benefiting from it. Yeah. But the point of it is, is that you, if you're in power right now, look at the history of the politics in this country. When a party has a supermajority mm-hmm. or a majority in all th- uh, in both House and Senate and the presidency, it never lasts. The midterms always knock one of those out. Yeah. Whether it's the Senate or the House, yep. they flip. And they're not going to be in power anymore. And if you lose the presidency, then the other side has all three. Yeah. You know, is your push to do whatever you wanted to do going to backfire? Mm-hmm. Or just end up with the nomination of more justices on the other side. Yeah. And think about it. It was only possible because of what you did when you had power mm-hmm. and you minimized the minority into being able to stop you. Yeah. And then it backfired. Yep. Well, what if it happens now? Think yeah. about the overreach now because elections in this country are won and lost in the middle. Yep. Now, going wrong, the people put up for election are put up by the bases. Yep. And then when the general comes, you got to deal with everybody in the middle who basically saying, okay, who's the one not telling me to shut my mouth? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to vote for that one. Yep. Right. Or the lesser two evils. Exactly. It, it, and that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. We're not voting. The middle doesn't vote for anyone. Right. They're voting against whoever's going to harm them the most. Yeah. Right. And so. The point of this is, is that if you overreach now, if you want to stay in power, don't overreach the first two years. Yeah. You know, do something that everyone can get behind, not just what you're basically behind. Right. right. Because the base, the base loves these vaccine passports. They and they're and, so in favor of it. It's and crazy. to me, I don't understand why they want to give other people control Politics is the place where mediocre people are able to succeed and able to reach. I mean, think about it. (laughs) None of these people would be any good at anything else, you know, but politics is a place where these mediocre people are able to reach high levels of power and influence. So um, why would you want to give some idiot like Bill de Blasio more power over your life or someone you know, some some public unelected public health official, you know, and I'm sure there are dedicated people that do this job, but, you know, are the best doctors getting jobs in public health? Nope. You know, are, are these the best ones? Best doctors are going off to be surgeons so they can make millions. Yeah. Because that's where the money is. It's yeah. in surgery. It's not in, it's not in family care. Right. It's not in studying diseases. Right. It's not in making public health policy, being no. a government employee. Not at all. You know, they're, they're going to go and work for, you know, some high-end surgeon or you know, cardiologist or whatever they're going to do. Or Pfizer. Yeah. Or some big corporation. Yeah. But here's the thing. But then people go and say, oh, well, you know, it'll never get bad here. This is America. Okay. It's well, here. I'll tell you a place where it's getting bad is Australia. And Australians, at least in New South Wales, which I believe is where Sydney is, they're not allowed to travel more than five kilometers from their house. And to do so, they have to have an excuse. They have to have a reason. So just by being out, the police can stop you. What I love about all this stuff is this is the same defund the police crowd, but yet they go and they love to pass stupid laws that have to be enforced by who? Right. 
you know, every law you pass is ultimately enforced at the end of a government gun. So, hey, let's go and let's hate on the police and defund them. But on the other side, we're going to go and make all kinds of ridiculous laws. But in Australia, they're essentially locked down. They have lists of essential businesses that are, you know, those people are allowed to go to work. Everyone else is not. Construction is now no longer an essential business. So all construction projects have stopped. You're locked in your house. They had at one point, if you were single, you could register one person with whom you could have contact so you weren't alone. Well, now that's no longer. And this is all in response. They've had four COVID deaths, four. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think four people probably fell out of trees and broke their necks. Right. Are we chopping all the trees down? <laughs> this is just insanity. Four people got kicked in the head by kangaroos down there. Yeah. And died. But it's happening there. And Australia, the Australians have fought with us in every single war we've been engaged in. They've been, you know, they're our allies since World War One. We've been, you know, and here they are, a Western nation. Well, I don't know if they're geographically West, but wherever, a Western, Western ideal. Yeah. That's going, that's being locked down like this. What's to say it can't happen here? If, well, it's starting to. Yeah. I mean, this thing in New York City, it's showing that it's starting to. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's not just in New York City. If people don't think it's coming to them, there's um, there's a concert in in Maryland, Howard County. It's uh, I think it's Howard County, Meriwether Post. Yeah, that's Howard. Yep. And in order to go to the concert, they are now saying you have to show proof of vaccination. In Maryland. Yeah. Now, it didn't get the news that Broadway got in New is York it, City. Is Meriwether outside? In Mer- yes, and Meriwether is an outside <laughs> pavilion, not even inside. Yeah, like it's, it, I've been there. Yeah, there's walls up, but there's no ceiling. So it's like a fence. Yes. It's exactly what yeah, it is. Yeah, I saw OAR there. They, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was there for that. <laughs> Long time ago, but I was there. We didn't get in. They sold out. Okay. But we we, we, we sat on the benches on the outside. We listened Listen. to them like, yeah. like hobos. But anyway, yeah. So this is coming to you. Like, like We live in Maryland. No one's made an announcement. The, the governor hasn't mandated this. Mm-hmm. That there be COVID uh, proof. Yeah, I hate calling them passports, but but this private business is doing it. So let me, but let me, and let me. Add, I, I, I wish we had a lawyer here because is this now becoming legalized discrimination? You know what? So what happens? Yeah, and again, this is all future talk. Everyone's like, "Well, you're talking hypotheticals. It's never going to happen." Mm, well, that's what the Australians said too. Right. Well, and fine. Then let's play the hypothetical game a little bit. Now you let's say you, you can't you can't go to a show on Broadway mm-hmm. unless you show your vaccination status. Okay. Now what if they say that you can't go in there based on your your six foot five and above? Yeah. Because we want you, we we can't have you bumping your head. Right. You're too tall. You're going to block the view. Yeah. From the person behind you. Yep. Or your knees will press up against the front yep. of the seats. Or whatever reason. Something stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're allowed to discriminate based on based on health status, mm-hmm. and that's all COVID-19 is, health status. Yeah. Who's to say they, they can't discriminate based on anything else? Right. And, and, and look, how far has this country come as far as laws that say you can't discriminate based on X, Y, Z? 
everyone wants to point to that case out in Colorado with the cake baker. Mm -hmm. But nobody knows the nobody decides to read past the headline. Why would you do that? Because the reason why that cake baker won, the, the gay couple asked him to make a cake. And they asked for something specific on the cake. Mm hmm. And the cake baker said, well, I won't put that on the cake, but I'll still make you a traditional wedding cake. Yeah. And he essentially said, you can, after you take the cake, you can put whatever you want on it. Yeah. So he didn't refuse them a cake like everyone thought, because that's mm -hmm. what the headline said. Of course. Yeah. Discrimination against gay people. This yeah. guy didn't bake them a cake. No, no. He said, look, as a, as a cake baker, I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. I guess they get artist exemptions. Yeah. You can't make me put something on my art mm -hmm. or, um, or as a baker, you can't make me design a certain cake. Yeah. I can refuse that service. I can say, I don't make that. Mm -hmm. Right. Just like if you were going to go get a, go and get a painting done, you can't make them paint. Yeah. You know, uh, some, some, uh, lewd thing that they don't want to do. Yeah. So you can't make them paint flowers. Right. Let's say they don't want to pay flowers. You can't make it, you can't make an artist paint flowers just because yeah. that's the one you want it from. Yeah. No, go to the artist down the street. Mm -hmm. Maybe he'll paint you some flowers. Yeah. He'll paint you he'll, a bunch of flowers. He'll paint you, a, a, you know, some dick and balls. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he'll, he'll give you. He'll and, and also, there's people that the uh, th those people were activists. Yeah. And they were looking for somebody, to, and they found this guy. And he's still getting sued. Yeah. And he, the thing is, they they didn't they didn't do it like it wasn't the, the, they'd love to. The narrative is that these were just two. It was a it was a gay couple. They were madly in love, and this guy ruined their way. No, they were activists. Mm -hmm. They were looking for someone to do this to, and they found one. You know, so that's and they knew they did their research. They knew that this guy was a you know conservative Christian and all this stuff. So they figured that was their best shot. Yeah. So it's completely disingenuous the way that was being put yeah. out there. But you know, if you're going to talk about like that was the big case of discrimination. What if you were Go there and they had a, you know, where's your vaccine passport? Right. Oh, well, I have a condition that means that I can't get that vaccine. Or, I mean, You're not allowed in. Well, even about like, think about it. If someone dies, mm -hmm. and this is going to be a little bit of a stretch, so hang with me. In the Catholic Church, if someone commits suicide, mm -hmm. the priest doesn't have to do a funeral, right? Or even for weddings, mm -hmm. priests don't have to do weddings right. if both parties aren't part of that uh, sect or religion. Well, when I when I got married, my wife was Catholic. I was not. So they didn't do – we didn't do a full mass right. because I wouldn't. they wouldn't have served me communion. Right. So I was like, well, I'm not going to do a full mass and 50% of the people getting married here can't take communion. Well, when I got married, my wife – my wife's Jewish. I'm not. I'm mm -hmm. Christian. It took us a couple tries to find a rabbi yeah. that would marry us. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, the, the rabbi actually ended up backing out. And we ended up having a friend who, who works in a county law office mm -hmm. or for the state or for the either county or state. But she ended up finding a justice of the peace that would come, a judge that would come and marry us. Yeah. Like within 24 hours that we lost the rabbi. Mm -hmm. But, I mean... That could be considered discrimination. Yeah. If you you have the ability to marry these people, but you're mm -hmm. choosing not to because they don't adhere to your specific religious beliefs. Right. Or whatever beliefs that there are. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Well, okay. What if, what about that nightclub owner that wants to promote a disease free environment? Yeah. I want, this is, this is, this is an STD free zone. Mm-hmm. And you got to show me that you don't have any diseases. Cause you got to show me that you got to show me all your tests within the last two weeks to show me you're disease free. Yep. Her- so, Herpes, gonorrhea, syphilis. No Studio 54 for yeah. you. Crabs. Yeah. You have to do a little comb to make sure there's no crabs down there. Right. Or, I mean, shoot, what if they say that, you know, or on Broadway, but, you know, let's, what if they say a majority of our patrons are, are gay and we want a, uh, a gay-friendly environment so we're not letting in straight people? Yeah. Well, now we're, we can put on there, because it's part of your medical record with your doctor, Mm-hmm. Whether you're gay, straight, or married, or not married, or whatever, well, if you're not if you're not li- listed as gay in your medical records, then guess what? Yeah, you don't get to go to this Broadway show. And, and here's because like, it's, because it wouldn't be a, a, a gay positive environment. Yeah, and, and now, the thing, again, like, these are extreme examples, but right. you see where I'm going with it. Like, what is what is going to be allowed discrimination and isn't? Yeah, and the answer to from the pro, you know. Uh, vaccine passport crowd is well then you just don't have to go okay and which is true i mean even with the mask there are places where yeah uh, oh you gotta wear a mask to go stand outside not doing that so i don't go and that's fine for restaurants and i shouldn't even say it's fine but for restaurants movies shows concerts no you don't have to go to those things um but what happens when it becomes something that you have to do Mm mm-hmm like go to the post office, go to the MVA, right? Go to, um, you know, for to a doctor. You know, oh, you have to have your vaccine to even be seen. Well, weren't these the same people though that when they when they initiated the mask mandates, people were like, "Well, if you, we shouldn't have the mask mandates. If you don't want to catch it, you can just stay home." And it mm-hmm. was coming from the other side. Yeah. But now the people on the side that were being told to stay home are now telling the other side to stay home if they don't want to wear the mask. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it, the hypo- the hypocrisy of it all is crazy to me. Well, and then, you know, when you when you get into hypocrisy, let's you, you you'd be we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the narrative on the vaccine, oh, I don't know, 10 months ago. Mm-hmm. When it was I will never take a vaccine that was developed by donald trump or i think you know so now my wife likes to tell me that that is not the correct quote the correct quote is apparently that they wouldn't take the vaccine rushed by donald trump until it was approved by the scientists okay again though i think we're splitting hairs yeah we're right that's that was my i told i was like you knew what she meant yeah and you knew what he meant they, they they were trying to promote that Don was in the lab. Yeah. You know, cooking the, the meth. But the problem <laughs> is, is that the damage it did to the vaccine. Yeah. And to the to the credibility of the vaccine. Now, look, I was not one of these guys that was sitting around saying, oh, I can't, I can't go do stuff until I get vaccinated. Uh-uh. No. That wasn't me. Because I was done with COVID by about, I don't know, May of last year. I was tired of it. Done with it. <laughs> non-factor. Right? Right. So, and- most of that is because I'm a contrarian. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, oh, this is what they're all saying. I think it's crap because I'm a, I'm just a contrarian in general um, and a curmudgeon. So I'm such a curmudgeon. Yeah, yeah you got me on the curmudgeon. Part. I'm so I'm such an old man inside. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But 
you know, and it also had to do with the fact that, you know, it was COVID, 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 COVID until the protests for, for George Floyd. And then we had millions of people in the streets protesting and not a word was said about COVID. And then once that died down, we were right back to COVID. And the thing, the, the, the answer was, this is from the scientific and medical community that what they were protesting, it was so great that the risks of COVID were, didn't compare to what they were protesting. Okay. I'm not even going to get into that on how ridiculous that is. I think we can all see it. I'm not trying to discount what they were protesting, but what I am going to say is, I'm sorry, viruses don't know the difference right. between, oh, wait, I'm sorry, these people are protesting a noble, noble cause. We're not going to spread today. You know, they that's not how any of this works. Well, the media was funny because they said nothing about the protests. But Sturgis out in South Dakota last oh, year. Oh, super spreader. Super spreader event. And and the funny part, that method is still going on today. Oh, yeah. Because Sturgis happened again mm-hmm. in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. But so did President Obama's birthday on Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. With no masks. And, and, and people leak pictures. Now, they well, tried... They, well, they, they tried were sophisticated to, and vaccinated. True. But they... The funny part is, is that they try to suppress the media. And I guess some people in the... Well, in think, the president's camp were trying to suppress people from posting pictures. Oh, yeah. But some people did, and they were posting pictures. Well, Erica of Badu was... Re, re, that's was, the one. ...was apologizing. For posting pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody... So Fauci went on... CNN to chastise South Dakota for having Sturgis mm-hmm. said nothing of the president's birthday party, right. which by the way, from that party, 60 people have tested positive <laughs> 60 <laughs> and might have, and might have spread it further amongst Martha's Vineyard yeah. <laughs> from other people that weren't even at the party. Yeah. And it's like, and they wonder why nobody trusts the media. Well, because they undercut their credibility, their own credibility it's constantly. Crazy. It's crazy, constantly. It, it's like, come but on see, the, but you know, they, the they didn't have to suppress media at Barack Obama's birthday party no. because they're just going to be in lockstep with with that anyway. Um, but if no pictures come out, they can't say, "Oh, they did this wrong." Yeah. I mean, he, he even like I guess he pared down the list after it got out that he was having the party. Yeah. And then sixty people still got it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, but all you heard on the media was Sturgis, Sturgis, Sturgis. Mm-hmm. Like, which is mostly held outside. <laughs> like, uh, don't people mostly sp- like sleep outside of Sturgis? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, well, I guess the, I'm, I'm being facetious, but it's just like, I, I mean, I, I think we talked about this where the majority of people who aren't vaccinated aren't the white liberal devils or not white, the white uh, conservative devils. Right. Right. It's a lot of the minority mm-hmm. community that haven't gotten vaccinated. I believe it's by percent. I don't know about the numbers, but by percentage. And I, I think it's funny that the, that the white liberals are out there saying to the minority communities, Oh, you should. Why aren't you getting vaccinated? You should get vaccinated. The government says it's okay. Yeah. We we these are the same people that are out there protesting with minorities for George Floyd and this other thing. We understand you. We love you. We want to help you. We what can we do to help you? 
Mm-hmm. Take the vaccine now. <laughs> and then yeah. meanwhile, minorities in this country, indigenous people, black people in particular, have very good reason not to trust this government. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about Joe Biden's government. I'm talking about the U.S. government. Yeah. Throughout history. Yeah. And if people don't understand what I'm talking about, all you have to do is Google Tuskegee experiments. Yeah. And you'll understand why black people don't trust the government when it comes to doctoring and science. Yeah. Especially when the messaging has been so messed up Mm -hmm. and not consistent. It's like, yeah, these people can't even get their information right. Why am I going to take this risk when less than, was it what, 60 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't. They did some nasty stuff. Yeah. Some black people in the Tuskegee experiments. And it's like, and, and the funny part is, like, I don't know if you ever watched Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And there's a sketch on there with uh, Keenan something. Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson is doing the Alex Trebek role. Mm-hmm. And it's Black Jeopardy. Yep. And Tom Hanks is the white dude on the yeah. show. And they're like looking around like, how the hell did this white guy get on the show? <laughs> but as he answers more questions, the black people are I'm like, hey, you know. You think it's just like us, Doug? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they when they talked about the government. He goes, "Oh, I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna give the government anything." Yeah. <laughs> like Doug, you all right? Yeah. And it's, it's like, I think it's and I'm probably wrong, right? I'm probably wrong, but poor white conservatives mm-hmm. probably probably think more like poor black liberals than mm-hmm. either part of them know. Yeah. Well, no, I I've said it like. You know, it, it's when the, you know, when the two, when the, when these two factions realize they have a lot more in common than they do, um, you know, than they have, than they have uh, against one another, that probably scares the crap out of the elite. Because yeah. at that point, but keeping them divided is, that's, where the, mo- that's where the money is. Yeah. And so I just listened to, uh, Rogan had um, Jimmy Dore on. Yeah. And by the way, Jimmy Dore is super liberal. Yeah. And some of the stuff he was talking about, like, you know, um, and this might be kind of, I'm not sure what kind of proof he has to offer, but, you know, when Malcolm X started, go stop being the extremist. Oh, he ends up dead. Right. When Martin Luther King stopped talking about only civil rights and started getting into like, the working man, oh, he ended up dead. So you look back, you're like, oh, wow, these guys are, <clears throat> you know. JFK gets lumped into that, too. Yeah. Bobby Kennedy. Yep. Bobby Kennedy, people don't really understand. Bobby Kennedy and JFK weren't like the Democrats of today. No. They weren't like the Democrats before them. hmm They were a different breed. Yeah. Like, they truly believed in equality. hmm And... I, look, I'm not conspiracy, but I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But look, like you said, some things, you know, that happened during that time probably wasn't very popular amongst some elite people. Yeah, I mean, you know, and well, I mean, today Kennedy would probably be Republican. Um, Possibly, Bill Clinton would be a Republican. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, way, yeah, the way he ran in uh, in in '92 and '96, Bill Clinton would probably be a Republican. Pretty close. Um. Some people say Barack Obama in 08 would be a Republican. But in in any case, 
there's definitely a benefit to keeping these factions separated. Right. And I don't think what they realize, you know, I think we kind of strayed far from the <laughs> from, from the, COVID uh, passport, yeah. COVID passports. But to come back to that, when you start requiring when you have a group of people, you know, the because of the Tuskegee experiments, because of the distrust of the, of the government, there are a lot of minorities that don't want to get vaccinated. Now, I'm not going to go and say that they're that that they're a monolith that they all think and act the same. Because no, it's no, not I'm not true saying that. I'm not saying but that. There's a percentage. There's a greater percentage of um, of minorities and let's say conservative whites that are non-vaccinated than than. Uh, white liberals and white conservatives are, you know, that they're the vaccination rates are higher among them. But when you have people that are on TV saying a vaccine that was rushed through under the Trump administration and downplaying it, but but the vaccine didn't change (laughs) because Biden became the president, you know, and for them to say that, but, no one calls them out on it. And that's the problem that I have. No one calls them out on it. Yeah, um, I, agree. I agree with you. You know, the job of the media should be to call these people out, but they just, they they don't. It used to be. Yeah. They, they Now it's, now it's about ad revenue. I mean, it was always about ad revenue. And generally the news, especially when CNN first came about, it's the first 24-hour news network. Mm-hmm. You know, they were about news. Yeah. And it was so new, and people would watch it, or they put it on the background, and CNN could make money that way. Well, now, because you've got so many outlets. I mean, one, you've got podcasts. You've yeah. got YouTube. You've got uh, regular uh, regular TV news. You've got cable news networks. Um, but even in, even in like, the, the cable news networks, you have CNN, C-SPAN, MSNBC, uh, Fox News. And now you've got OAN, and you got mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's OAN and uh, Newsmax. Yeah. And then on the other side, you've got Vice, Vox. Yeah. Um, and they all have YouTube channels and, mm-hmm. and outlets. So a lot of people, or or they'll go to their censures, or, or or they'll go listen. I mean, we were mentioning Jimmy Dore before. Yeah. Very popular podcast among yeah. liberals. Um, the difference with Jimmy Dore is Jimmy Dore will call out liberals when they're when well, they're doing stuff yeah. like this and, and jimmy Dore, um you know he said on you know he was like, well why don't you call out the republicans he said i don't have any influence over them right they're not listening to me right he goes oh, i i do have influence over the democrats yeah so i'm gonna call them out and you know jimmy Dore, um you know there's things that he says that that, that i agree with there are certain mm-hmm. positions that he takes that that I agree with. And, and I think what, what they've done is they've kind of, they put everyone in these boxes and you have to fit in the box. Right. And if you're pro this, anti this, pro this, that means that you're on this side. Well, what if you're pro all of it? Where do you right. fit? Right. What if you're anti all of it? Where do you fit? And I think the, no one fits in these, in these nice little boxes. And there are some people that do, but I think the majority, they well, the majority of the people that vote for us, feel this way so that's what we're going to feel too yeah i i think 
there's actually a populist left and a populist right. Mm-hmm. Now, people, unfortunately, the left has hijacked the word populist and equated it to Donald Trump. Well, because they've equated it to Donald Trump, white nationals, all these right. this wacko stuff. But, but no, there is a populist left. There is a there is, a, uh, and for people that don't know the, what the populist left is, it's very much the burning. It's not like. Don't get me wrong. It's not the fake progressives. It's not that. It, it, but it's very much let's take of let's take care of home. Yeah. Let's take care of the people in the United States. Yeah. And the populist left and the populist right disagree on very few things. Mm-hmm. They might disagree on Second Amendment. They might disagree on uh, pro-choice, yeah. pro-life. Two things basically yeah. is what they'll disagree on. Um. Maybe the po- the populist right might not be fully on board with uh, single payer health care, mm-hmm. but I think once they saw single payer health care, um, especially if they're poor white people, oh yeah, who were probably on Medicare or they'd Medicaid probably get anyway, it anyway, yeah, yeah, they'd probably see that it's not so bad, yeah, you know, it, and I think one of the biggest nightmares would be if the populist left and the populist right got together and said. Hey, we're not that far apart on a lot of this stuff. Yeah, and we're going to band together and we're going to find pop. What, what if they found a populist president from the left or the right? They did. The her, vice- name, her name was Tulsi Gabbard. Well, that's true. And and, and you okay. saw how fast that got shot down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, she, they, she Hillary was, Hillary Clinton went after her. Oh, she. So could, Tulsi, let's let's think about this. Yeah. They Hillary Clinton called an active duty. U.S. Army officer, okay, a Russian plant. Who is also in her own party. Yeah. Who is a Democrat, by the yeah. way. Yeah. That's how scared they were of her. Yep. They were terrified of her. And then when she called out Kamala, Tulsi Gabbard torpedoed Kamala. Yep. That, she sunk her. And um, I would vote for, I, I'd vote for Tulsi Gabbard in a heartbeat. So I think we both made it very clear that right now we probably don't fit in the Democrat Party, right? Yeah. But I also would vote for Tulsi Gabbard. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't care who the vice president was running with her. Yeah. But it would have to be a dodo bird. For, for, <laughs> for me, it, it would have, I mean, it would have to be maybe Bernie. Yeah. Being her vice president. And don't get me wrong, I'm actually, I mean, up until about five years ago, when, when I feel Bernie kind of sold out, mm-hmm. I actually would have wouldn't have said no to Bernie being the vice president's candidate. Yeah. Um, but they're never going to let Tulsi win. No, they won't. The, the, they when she got when she was gaining in the polls, they couldn't torpedo her fast enough. Yeah, and she had the broad appeal, and she would not have let Trump steamroller. Yeah. And the debates. Yep. Like, and the funny part is, is that I don't think a lot of Democrats even know about her. No. I think, I think more Republicans know about her. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you got more Republicans than independents, people who are looking for their information from sources that, that, uh, um, that don't have a C in their name, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, you know, CBS. Sure. People that are looking for their information from other sources. Because, I mean, I don't trust a damn thing that comes out of those outlets. Right. I just, I don't. And, um, you know, I'd rather, it's like, I get my 
<laughs> my news from a comedian and cage fighting commentator. Right. Yeah. But like, he's honest. He's the he's the person I trust to get me decent information. Yeah. Because he brings people on, and he lets them speak. Yeah, and he has them from both sides. Right. You know, he'll he'll be just as comfortable with Ben Shapiro as he is with with uh, Bernie Jimmy, Sanders, Jimmy or Jimmy Dore. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Dore is the complete opposite of Ben Shapiro. Yeah, has them both on. Yeah, and lets them speak. Though. Yep. Like it, it was funny. So actually, I've been actually kind of impressed with Bill Maher mm-hmm. late, lately. I felt like last year Bill Maher was just. What, what, he had Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah. I'm convinced of that. But in his last, I'd say, four episodes, now he, it's not like he switched. He's not a Republican. No. No one's going to, no one's going to confuse him for a conservative. But he is really calling out a lot of this hypocrisy from the left. Yeah. That's out there. Yeah. And this is coming from a, I mean, everyone knows Bill Maher is a liberal. Yeah. But Bill Maher, in my opinion, is someone who, and I know everyone thinks they're in the middle. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm definitely in the middle. Yeah. And like I said, the, the, the pendulum swings around me. I haven't really moved that yeah. much. But Bill Maher to me is a reasonable liberal. Yeah. Like, he can sit in a room. He might not get every... If he's the negotiator with a conservative person, like a Ben Shapiro, mm-hmm. neither one will walk out of that room getting what they want. But yeah. they'll both come out of that room getting things done that need to be done. Mm-hmm. There will be compromise there. Yeah. And they'll probably agree on more than they disagree on. Mm-hmm. And I think both of them would not... In fact, I don't... I, don't, I think Bill was talking about the COVID passport thing. And he said, it's complete crap. Yeah. And Jimmy Dore, same way. COVID passport, complete crap. Yeah. Like, these are liberals saying this thing. So it's not like... I don't want people to think that we're just coming from... A conservative point of view because only liberal places and cities are putting this in place. Yeah, I think it's only liberal cities and places are putting this in place because the only people that are going to put up with it. Um, now, Florida is going completely opposite and, you know, passing laws like, oh, schools can't require kids to wear masks and this and that. And <clears throat> I mean, I don't like masks, but I own one. You know, um, I got a whole hanger. Yeah, (laughs) I own a couple of them and I'll, you know, I put it on to be left alone. Um, Is that, you know, did the governor need to go that far? No, but I mean, he's playing up to a certain base. He's going to make a presidential run. Right. That's what he's he's setting himself up for that. If anyone Um, doesn't think DeSantis is going to run for president, you're living under a rock. Yeah. Yeah. But like me, I I don't um, you know, I don't fit into into anyone's box. And I think a lot of us don't. And I think once we break free of the boxes they try to stuff us in, you know, if you like, you know, um, anyone who's listened to the show knows I'm a, a pretty strong Second Amendment supporter. I'm also for single payer health care. Yep. Um, I'm a try to put this to, to make any sense. I am pro-choice, but anti-abortion, if that makes sense. So my whole position is the government shouldn't have a say in it. Right. Um, Same thing with gay marriage. Yeah. I don't think the government should be into saying who gets married. Yeah. A civil union between any two people should be allowed for simply because of the tax purposes. Yeah. The tax advantages. That's, I mean, look, otherwise, who who gets married is between you and your religion or your life or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. And and never mind the fact, I shouldn't have a say. Yeah. And And neither should the government. Yeah. And if you're Catholic and you're gay and you want to get married, the Catholic Church is probably not going to marry you. Right. 
So find someone else to do it. Right. You can't force them to do it. Correct. Um, now, could you make a movement in the Catholic Church that might go and eventually? Yeah, and then you'll your grandchildren who are gay could get married. Great. Because <laughs> you're not going to be alive to see it. And is it worth your time and effort to change an entire institution that's been around since, well, forever? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm, but hey, you want to get married? I'll come. Yeah. You know? Um, so I'll you, bring a shitty gift for you. So you know that gay wedding would be off the chain. <laughs> you, know, you know that. Look, man. Look, I know a lot of people right now are like, oh, I can't believe you said that about gay people. Yeah. Shit, shut up. You, yeah. you know that gay wedding would be awesome. Yeah. All right. And I want to be there. Yeah. And I will bring you. I hate parties and I want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will bring you the most mediocre gift you've ever had. Because <laughs> it's going to be a feast for the eyes and the ears. Yeah. And you know the food's going to be awesome. And you know, it, like, it's going to be a good time. So let, and you know what? I'm going to put it out there right now. If, there, if we have any gay fans that are getting married anytime soon. And have an open seat or two, for, you know, me for one for me, one for my wife, me, you know, actually four. Yeah, Mike, his wife want to come too. We want to be there. We want to hang out. We want to celebrate you, your wedding, and everything. They drop it in the DMs. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Can I get invited to a gay wedding once? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like I'm. I don't want to be like I'm thirsty. Like I don't want to be that thirsty old lady. Right. But man, like I went to I went to I've been to one black wedding. It was awesome. Like not, I just don't have that many black friends, right? But good buddy of mine got married. They had an awesome wedding. Not that I'm saying white people weddings suck. Right. I'm not, I'm not trying to look. I'm don't settle down, white people. I'm right. not trying to. I'm not trying to denigrate you. But the my my black buddy's wedding was great. It was fun, man. People got up and danced. It yeah, wasn't I, white people dancing. <laughs> Where they play the electric slide to get everyone out on yeah. the dance floor. I, like, look at my wedding. And I, I hope the people that are there understand when I say this. I hope everyone had a great time. And it was like 13 years, 12, 13 years ago. But it was a lot of white people dancing. Mm -hmm. And it's really tough to watch. Yeah. Like it, it, like, like, it almost makes you cringe. And I wasn't doing it. Like, look, I, I get what I am. I'm not, I can't put that out there. I don't have those dance skills. Right. But, man, you went to the black one. It's like, I, I don't understand what it is. Why do, like, so many black people know how to dance. I'm yeah, kidding. I don't know. I don't know. My, I, I'm not a, a dancer. Way, I banned the, the, all the line dances, the we electric did, slide. We did, too. We told the DJ, under no circumstances do you play any of this. Right. No chicken dance, no electric slide, no, yep. none of that. Yep. And even if I request it, it's banned. <laughs> Completely banned. Right. So <laughs> don't, don't let me be, don't let me drunk dial myself. <laughs> right. Don't let me do this to me. Save yeah. me for me. Yeah, we, we banned it. But then here's... Getting back to the topic, because I get again we strayed. What happens when a wedding venue says that right. you have to have your COVID passport? Then do you have guests that don't get to come because they didn't have, but you paid for those guests. So when we got married, I think it was 180 a plate or something like that. It was something ridiculous. So, yeah. okay, so I just spent $180 for this person to eat and hang out and partake in this open bar. And let's be honest, that's what, that's what they're there for. Right. They're not there to support my wedding. Like, they're there to get, to get, you know, drunk and eat some free food. Um, people on both sides, pro open bar. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, cash bar, negative. No. Um, <clears throat> I won't be your friend after that day. <laughs> yeah, that's something that we could probably all get behind. That's right. Um, but, so you go show up to the wedding venue, and, oh, sorry, you can't come in. You don't have a... 
a COVID or what you haven't been vaccinated. Okay. So like now, like, are you going to give me that? Are you going to give the, the bride and groom their money back? Because you no. won't let them in? Of course not. No. Nope. No. That's an that's, extra. That's not refundable. Yeah. That's <laughs> an extra piece of overcooked prime rib. That's right. That someone else gets to eat. So, but that's, that's a, that I don't think people think far enough ahead because they get so wrapped up in trying to save everyone. But let's think about what we're doing here. Australia's locked themselves down because they had four. 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 Not 40, not 400 or 4,000. Four. Mm-mm. Four. My six-year-old can count to four. Can't count to four thousand. She count to four though. Griffin, you know my my three-year-old, he can count to four. He can count to four. Yeah. By so the, by the way, that's the chillest little dude. He is. He is. Just putting that out there. Yeah. But you know he likes to, he likes to have the conversations with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever seen a little kid want to have that many that in depth of a conversation. Oh, yeah, about but he, you got to be quick with him because he changes the topics like, bam. Uh, still a kid, squirrel. You know, yeah. But he's. He, for those three seconds, though. He's rowing through those deep, gears, man. That's a high-revving engine there. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's a deep kid right very, there. Very narrow power band. He's yeah. he's just shifting gears. So yeah. But, yeah, no, the, I, I just hope it doesn't go any further. Unfortunately, it's going to. They're, yeah. they're going to expand this, especially. Now, if for whatever reason the Delta variant just drops like a rock, Maybe they'll come to well, their every, senses. Well, every other country that's had it before us, yeah. they spiked and it went down again. Yeah. So if that's what's, if you look at the other, from the whole follow, the, follow the science, yes, uh, crowd. If you're following the science, mm-hmm. look at what other countries have experienced. Other industrialized Western nations, what have they seen? Yeah. A spike and then it drops off. It happened. It will happen in England, and I think it happened in Sweden. Yeah, they got the Delta variant. Cases went up, they spiked, and then they dropped like a rock. And one of the reasons why doctors think that is because they think when the numbers went up, people started to self-isolate a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's what helped kind of push it back down. There was no government mandate to do it. Mm-hmm. It was just people started to weigh the risks of going back out and possibly catching this thing. Yeah. A lot of people decide to stay home all on their own. Mm-hmm. No mandates, no nothing. Yeah. And... They haven't had a, a resurgence spike after the drop. Well, people people will make adults, sane, responsible adults, make risk assessments every day. Right. So it, it reminds me of my wife's grandmother. So she'd come. She'd have to leave by a certain time because she want to drive back at night. So she made that risk assessment that hey, I'm going to leave now because I want to drive back at night or. I, you know, my wife and I would just drive her back home. Right. But she made that call that she wasn't going to drive back. And that's just, that's a very, that's a decision that she made. Right. So do we need the government telling people to, to, are we all that stupid that we need the government, we need mother government to tell us, you know, to. (laughs) There's a lot of stupid people out there. There are. But I I think if they would have given, I think if they were honest with the people. And the messages weren't politicized from the beginning. Yeah. You know, because initially, remember when they said, you know, it's two weeks to stop the spread. Yeah, we're on day 500 of that. Right. But look how, I mean, look how many people said, okay, two weeks, no problem. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, two weeks wasn't the right amount of time. Yeah. What if they would have just said right off the bat, five months, 
five months to stop the spread. Let's try and do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. All of us together, let's try and do it five months. You know, we're, we think this is our best guess estimate as to how long it's going to take. It may take longer, but five months, can we do this? We're not going to shut everything down. Go out when you need to. Do what you need yeah. to do. And I think a lot of jobs would have been saved. The economy would have been saved. Now, don't get me wrong. Economy's back and roaring. I get it. Yeah. Um, but there wouldn't have had to have been that year of stagnation but wh- or dropping. But I think people would have acted responsibly, just like they did with these Delta variants and these other countries when they said, when they started, the numbers went up. People kind of self were a little bit more restrictive and the numbers dropped off a cliff. But what, why are, why are lockdowns and masks and vaccinations and, and vaccine passports their only answer? I don't know. How come there's been no messaging about, hey, why don't we make ourselves a little bit healthier? Right. Spend some time outside getting in the sun. It's good for you. Eat some decent food. Take some vitamins. Lose 15 pounds. Five months, like we said, yeah. is plenty of time to lose 15 pounds. It's three pounds a month. Well. But, the, oh, wait, that takes discipline. So. One of the stats no one wants to talk about, and Rogan talked about this on his podcast, was 70% of the people that died were obese. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry, 70% of the people that died from with COVID yeah. were obese. 70%. Yeah. So why wasn't the messaging lose weight? Yeah. Or why wasn't the messaging rather than all these subsidies and whatnot? Okay, if you're overweight, here's a gym membership. We're going to partner with Planet Fitness. Yep. And we're going to give you $100 a week to go use on a trainer. Yeah. Who's going to work you out at Planet Fitness. But no, we shut the gyms down. No, shut the gym. Yeah, shut the gyms yeah. down. Because exercise, not only you have the weight loss benefit. But exercise also boosts your immune system. Right. Because, you know, the, the benefits of exercise are, and I'm no PT stud, but I do try to close my workout ring every day and my calorie and all the stupid rings on my watch. Um, I've been pretty good at it now for the last month. But the thing is, when, you know, when when we're talking about these things, it's only the lockdown, it's only the heavy-handed lockdowns, shutdowns, masks. It's never, hey, let's take some personal responsibility for ourselves. And the other thing they never did was say, hey, this thing, did you ever see a story come out where they detailed who was dying of this and who wasn't? Nope. They never did. That kind of just came out on its own. Right. But it, it was never... The Chiron was always COVID cases, cases, because they want people afraid. Right. It was never, okay, the better metric is hospitalizations and deaths. Let's look at that first. Right. And then let's look at who is it killing. And not that any of us want any certain people to die, but if you knew who it's killing, isn't it better to focus your efforts on protecting those people than the same blanket solutions for everyone right i mean if the demographic was over 50 and, o- and overweight or yeah. over 50 and obese yeah and let's say that accounted for 70 percent of the deaths let's say that's the 70 percent yeah when it, or i mean or even if it's just 70 percent of the deaths were obese people yeah okay well let's address the obesity because if you take this thing and you reduce the deaths by let's say 50 percent mm-hmm. 
the number of deaths is much more palatable. Now, no one's saying we want to kill people. Yeah. But we're saying this now becomes less deadly, and this was the biggest bullet in the chamber, was to get people to lose 15 pounds each. Yeah. If that's if that was the better solution, mm-hmm. but we didn't want to hold anyone accountable, we just wanted to give them a pill, we wanted to give them remdesivir yeah. versus... Fentram- ivermectin or fentramine probably would have been better sure whatever yeah <laughs> right yeah <laughs> by the way fentramine is for all you that don't remember the 80s was fenfen yeah that got banned because it exploded your heart yeah it's half a fenfen half a fenfen it's the fenfen that doesn't kill you sure <laughs> um but if they were being honest with us they had that data going back i believe the last fall mm-hmm. so okay i get it you needed five months to stop the spread or at least figure out some things that get you to June, July of last year. Let's say by September, you come out and say, okay, this really goes after people who are obese. Mm -hmm. We're going to put out a national challenge. Everyone needs to lose. If if you're considered obese with a BMI over X from your doctor, we need you to lose 15 pounds. Yeah. This is the 15 pound challenge across Mm -hmm. America. I think you would have had much more success that way. Yeah. Because now you brought a lot of, now you're bringing people together versus tearing them apart based on ideology. Yeah. Because yeah. who's going to be against losing 15 pounds right. if you're overweight? But who doesn't want to help their neighbor lose 15 pounds if they're overweight? Yeah. But losing 15 pounds doesn't win you an election. No. It will not. It'll lose, <laughs> so, it might lose you an election. Yeah. Oh, they're telling me I, they're telling me how to live my life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, most people are going to be like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I'm a, I'm I could a fat, lose 15. I'm a fat piece of shit. Let's get out there. Let's do something. You know, if I lose 25, good for me. Yeah. but yeah. The, and, and the thing is, like... It's protect... But that's protect yourself, yeah. right? It's helping you help you. Right. And then let's target the message to those that need to hear it. Right. Let's, let's target the... Um, not the rest- the restrictions, but what needs to be done at those who is going to make the most benefit of who's going to what's going to yield the biggest result? Where's the low hanging fruit? Right. The low hanging fruit are you know people who are obese are getting killed by it, pre existing conditions are getting killed by it, and the elderly. So let's save them first before we make the twenty two year old kid wear a mask right. and get vaccinated. Let's right. let's get the people that need the that need this protection first. So, um, so it's more, so it has a bigger effect. Right. I, I don't understand. Like, do, do we lose the bang for your buck where you get your bang for your buck? Right. It, it's, it's not making eight year olds wear masks. Nope. No, it's not. Well, we'd love to hear what you have to say about COVID passports or even, or even submitting proof of any kind of health information to, to be allowed to do patronize a business or do anything, go to a concert be able to get on a train, an airplane, anything. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Uh, please comment, subscribe, share, like this podcast, rate this podcast on Apple or Google Podcasts if they allow you to. I think you can only do that on Apple Podcasts, but if you can do it on Google, do it on Google too, and we will see you next time.